It was a beautiful night just before Jesus would go to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray. He and his disciples sat together to eat. It was the time of the Passover. Eating together was a cultural symbol of closeness and intimacy. This meal was a very important one to Jesus because the next day he knew he would die. He repeatedly told his disciples many times before that this day would come, but the disciples would just brush it off. Previously during that day, Jesus foretold about many things that would happen in the future, but the disciples apparently had no interest in really understanding what Jesus was saying. So Jesus decided to make one last try. He addresses Peter by saying, Peter, you're about to be tested like a farmer tests wheat. You're about to be sifted, but I have prayed for you, Peter. Okay, so why Peter? What was so special about him, you may ask? Well, he was just a simple fisherman before he was called to be a disciple. See, one night he fished all night but didn't catch anything. In the morning, he was washing his nets on the shore, frustrated, and probably saying some words that are unfit for this podcast. But that morning, something odd happened that Peter had never seen before. A man was being surrounded by a crowd that wanted to hear him teach. This man was Jesus, and being pushed almost to the shore, he got on Peter's boat and asked him to push it out a little from the land. Then Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Peter, Push out into deep water. Let your nets down for some fish. Peter said to him, Teacher, uh, we have worked all night and we have caught nothing. But because you told me so, I, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish, their nets started to break. They called to their friends working on the other boat to come and help them. They came and both boats were so full of fish that they began to sink. When Peter saw it, he got down at the feet of Jesus and said, Go away from me, Lord, because I am a sinful man. He and all of those who were with him were surprised and wondered about the many fish. James and John were also surprised. They were working together with Peter. When Jesus said to Peter, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will fish for men. This was the highest academic honor and privilege in that time, to be called a student or disciple of a rabbi. Peter, from fisherman to having a PhD, he immediately came to land with their boats. They left everything and followed Jesus. This was Peter's biggest asset. He didn't overthink things. He just did them. So during that Passover meal, Jesus said to him, I have prayed that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But Peter replied, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. And Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times that you know me.
As Jesus is praying in the garden after the meal, he is betrayed, arrested, and taken to the house of the high priest with a crowd that wanted to see what was going to happen. Peter quietly followed at a distance. As Jesus is being insulted and judged, Peter camouflages in the crowd, unable and afraid to do anything. A servant girl saw him sitting there. She could see because of the light from the fire. She looked at Peter's face and she said, This man is also with Jesus. But Peter quickly replied, Lady, I don't know him. He feels uncomfortable now in the crowd. A short time later, someone else saw Peter and said, Oh, you're also one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Peter's temper starts to rise. Here is Peter denying his rabbi. When just a few hours ago, Peter was boldly bragging about how he would go to prison or to death for Jesus. About an hour later, another man recognized him and said, Oh, it's true. I'm sure this man was with him because he's from Galilee. But now, Peter is furious and starts to swear and says, man, I do not know what you're talking about. And as Peter kept on speaking and swearing, Jesus turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered the saying of the Lord, how he had said to him, before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. Peter ran out and wept bitterly. Peter is probably one of the most relatable Bible characters. He's certainly my favorite. A man who is straightforward, even though at the same time being short-tempered and impulsive. It is interesting to see how Peter was so arrogant about remaining strong in his faith even in the midst of his life being threatened. But as quick as he promised that, he changed his mind just as fast when it took place. The same man who immediately left behind his boat and his fishing nets when Jesus called him. Peter's repentance after that was immediate also. Peter, a man whose superpower was going through several emotions before the night ends. One of the many reasons why I think Peter is so relatable is because he very often allowed his emotions to unfold and steer his life instead of controlling himself. Easier said than done. But have you ever done something so foolish because instead of being mindful, you're just being driven by your emotions? Do you regret that today? Are you feeling bad about foolish and, well, stupid things you've done in the past? Sometimes we feel the mistake is so big that there is no way of making things better. And this is what was happening to Peter, because what followed after denying Jesus was receiving the news that Jesus had died. Imagine how he felt. We don't know if he was present at the crucifixion or watching away from a distance or maybe he left somewhere else unable to see what had happened. But he was now full of guilt and hopelessness without having a way to change the past and also with Jesus buried forever. At least that's what he thought. He decided to go back to his old lifestyle, a simple fisherman without hope for the future. 
Peter denied Jesus being led by his impulsive emotions. And now those same emotions were destroying his life. Morning breaks and Peter is fishing. He was fishing all night along with his other disciple buddies, but they caught nothing. But early in that very morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He had risen from the grave on the third day. He called out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, Throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. At that moment, the world may have stopped turning and everything may have went silent for Peter as he froze a little while looking down at his net remembering how someone had once told the same thing to him a few years back. Sprinkling a little bit of guilt to this deja vu totally sounds like something Peter would do. And probably, yeah, he might have done that. Yet, as they threw their nets on the other side, they were unable to haul the net because of the overwhelming number of fish. Then a disciple said to Peter, It's Jesus! As soon as Peter heard him say, it's G, he was already in the water swimming towards Jesus. Oh, I'm sure Peter didn't bother to take a good look at Jesus to really make sure it was him. He simply jumped out the boat, knowing how impulsive he was. Forget his buddies really struggling to get those fish on the boat. Peter's greatest liability was also his greatest asset. Jesus knew how Peter was struggling with guilt for denying him and thinking that all hope was lost. But Jesus showed up personally to him in the same way he did before, because mistakes are not the end of the story. So to end this podcast, let's get back to the question we made a while ago. Why Peter? What was so special about Jesus choosing him to be his disciple? Well, maybe it's because Peter is so much like you and I. God doesn't choose perfect people. Instead, God chooses people who have made many mistakes and are prone to make a few more. That's because mistakes don't define us. In fact, maybe your biggest liabilities can become your greatest assets if you use them right. If guilt is something that has power over you, then maybe you should learn from Peter's experience that once you dwell on mistakes, it can destroy you and take you back to being the old person you were before and discarding all the progress for yourself that you've made until now. The good news is that God knows you're imperfect. In fact, He knows you'll probably make a few more mistakes down the road, but He'll be right there for you to start over as Jesus started over again with Peter, because guilt cannot survive where there is love. Take the rest of this time to reflect on how you have let your emotions control you. And after that, take some time to pray with all of your heart that you can understand God's love better. <laughs>